This is More Than Therapy Podcast. More Than Therapy. This is More Than Therapy. More Than Therapy Podcast. This is More Than Therapy. More Than Therapy Podcast. This is More Than Therapy Podcast. And welcome to another episode of More Than Therapy, featuring Aquanda Green and Felipe Blue. Today, we're going to talk about being healthy. And you might say, didn't you just talk about that? Last time, we talked about being physically healthy. Today, we're going to talk about being emotionally healthy. One way to become emotionally healthy is to think positively. It's amazing how much power our minds have over everything in our lives. A lot of times, you know what I'm saying, especially in the mental health field, Aquanda can attest to this, you know, we hear information that kind of throws off our whole day because we're only looking at the negative aspects of the information we receive. But if we think positively about it, find the light at the end of the tunnel, we could actually manifest a better destiny for ourselves, better opportunities. When you think too negatively and you're too tunnel vision regarding that negativity, you might not see the other opportunities that lie behold be ahead of you, ahead of you. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't know what I mean. But what I'm trying to say <laughs> is, we have to think positively. To start this difficult step, focus on gratitude. When you start thinking about the bad things swirling around you, stop. Cut that shit out. Think of two things you're grateful for. Eventually, your mind will notice the pattern and stop the negativity before you have to consciously do it. Yes, I agree. I have to express gratitude in the mornings when I get up. Like, you know, I'm grateful for getting up this morning. I'm grateful for going to my job. Um, you have to practice it. If you practice it, you'll get in a routine of, you know, showing gratitude. Not only to yourself, but to others. Um, just do it every day. And, and it, also, positive affirmations. It helps you with thinking positive. So it's it's all wrapped in one. Indeed. Another thing you can do is be satisfied and practice, like she said, gratitude daily. This doesn't mean being content with your life. It just means being satisfied with yourself. If you're on a diet and you allow yourself a small bit of that chocolate, mm, one of these small cakes that we're dining on today, or whatever, it's okay. If you're watching the Golden Girls for three hours on a Friday night, then that might sound like heaven. So do it. But whatever the small things are that make you happy, do them. It don't have to be big things. It don't have to be crazy things. It can just be little things that give you joy and have gratitude. Be satisfied in those things. Because your happiness is invaluable. But so is your health. And if you're not healthy, you're not happy. Yes, you should also think small. When we concentrate on unattainable goals, we get daunted, frustrated, and lazy. After all, why try to achieve something that will never happen? A healthy mindset has to be here and now. It should have it should have concern for the future, sure, but it shouldn't be preoccupied with what with what hasn't happened yet or won't. Mm-hmm. And the small, you set small goals as it pertains to the bigger goal. Once you will start accomplishing them, that satisfaction kicks in. Oh, I was able to do that. Don't set the big goal 
and just have the big goal and not feeling content until you reach that big goal. Set them small steps to get there and you'll have more positive focus, more gratitude, more content within yourself as it pertains to goal attainment. I tell myself all the time, you know, Laquana's in the same boat. Our goal is to become an LCMHC. So we have to take small goals, small steps, and those small steps might be taking certain CEUs. Those small steps might be doing a sim and doing well in it. Those small steps might be taking those practice tests and doing well in it. And we have to find the small wins there, one, to overcome our anxiety, to overcome our daunting feelings of what what if, because the biggest what ifs are the things that never manifest anyway. You know what I mean? So next, manage stress. That's a big one. That's something I struggle with daily. Uh, probably 95% of Americans struggle with stress or mm-hmm. feeling overwhelmed. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm Cuban-Haitian, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Afro-Cubano, but yeah, whatever, America. And that's true. And, you know, I find that people in recovery are people like us who t- treat people with recovery have a skill set to better manage stress, but sometimes we fall to the wayside in this approach and we're not doing what we need to do to manage stress. You recently told me that you woke up early and that you were just daunted with worry and anxiety. You know what I'm saying? We know that we can't worry about things that we cannot control. One. Two, we can develop action plans to address those things, right? The same thing happens to me. I heard some news recently that kind of threw me off my bike. I'm like, damn, homie, what we going to do now? But what we can do is develop action plans to counteract those negative things that impact us or stress us. What do they say? Let go. Let God. Yes, that is a great saying. Also, find something to do to manage your stress. Uh, get a gym membership. Um, meditate. I just asked you about meditating. Yeah. Uh, do yoga. Um, you got to find ways that works for you. Because, you know, everyone to say, do this, do that. But try a couple things and see what is best for yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's apps for that. Look up mindfulness apps on, like, your Apple Store or your Google Play Store. Look at YouTube videos and put stress management or stress uh, management techniques or meditation or yoga, things like that. The Internet is a drove of resources to help you manage stress and you know if it seems too daunting remember you can always go to more than therapy to get your needs met through peer associations peer influences supervision as well as trainings and workshops get outside how, how much time do you spend outside for the man as hot as it is here this bipolar north carolina weather not much at all and that's why i have a vitamin d deficiency which i have to treat with medication Mm. I would love to spend more time outside and I need to spend more time outside. You know, we live in one of the most beautiful areas in the country. You know what I'm saying? We have a a lot of the seasons. We have a lot of greenery. We have a lot of bike trails and walking trails. I live right near American Tobacco Trail. Why aren't I utilized? I've never, I've been in North Carolina for 11, 12 years. I've never been on that trail. And it's like a whole block away from my house. So you should make that a goal. I should make that a goal. And I will make that a goal. I used to like bike riding. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? I haven't been bike riding since the pandemic, to be honest with you. I haven't done anything related to my going outside and being physically healthy and interacting with others in that way since the pandemic. And I would always say, ah, I just blame it on the pandemic. Well, the pandemic is now considered post-pandemic. 
We need to do better. When I do go outside, I complain about it being too hot. I'm sweating. I'm like, oh my gosh, woo. But what do they say? Pay now or pay later. You know what I'm saying? I need to be in the sun. I need that energy. I need that vitamin D. I need that interaction with others. I need that heartbeat racing by running and playing and kicking and shooting ball or whatever I do. So, yeah. Yes, I'm going to work on getting outside. I do take walks. You know, I have scheduled days where I walk. Mm. Then I walk in the neighborhood in the evening. So, I definitely try to get outside because it definitely eases your mind and it's, you feel less stressful. Um, but yeah. I also, you know, walk with friends mm-hmm. because you have to definitely choose your friends wisely. Mm. So, I'm only surrounded by people that can uplift me and contribute to my life. Ooh. I mean, I got friends, that's true, but I mean, I've been, in the past, I have chosen, you know, to have people in my peer circle that weren't necessarily beneficial to me, and you know, when you know better, you're supposed to do better, and you know, like I tell my clients, you can't be Captain Saberho, you can't save people, you gotta, you know, save yourself, right? Yes. You, I, I adhere to a concept called Ubuntu, I am. Because we are. So we got to make sure that we have the right people in our circle in order for us to benefit each other and help each other. Yes, and uplift each other right. as well. Right. Because everybody's not where you are. Right. And while you're trying to pick, you know, us slow people up, because I'm sometimes slow moving, <laughs> you know, we appreciate you for that. Because otherwise, who else will hold us accountable, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to have the right people around you, the right friends, the, not the toxic ones, the ones that gossip, the ones that talk shit, the ones that always in need of something and you always have to give, 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 never reciprocating. I'll bring you down. Reciprocation is key in friendships and life, you know what I'm saying? Mm. People don't understand that concept. Give what you want to receive. Definitely. You got to be productive. <laughs> An Achilles heel of mine at times, depending on my mood. You know, that's why you got to address all aspects of who you are, because a lot of things impact other things. My best productivity, unfortunately, is at night when the kids are asleep. <laughs> Nighttime has a certain quietness about it, a certain stillness to it. Even if there's nothing going on in the daytime in my office or something, there's something about daylight that is noisy to me, and I'm not as productive. We have to be productive. And one of the best ways to be productive is, for me, is developing an agenda, a to-do list, and coordinating it with my calendar on my phone, on my iPad. Um, That's good. I, I think I'm productive in the mornings. I like to get up like five, six, seven, and I get a lot of work done in those hours. What? Yes. So were you... You know, I'm doing it at night. I'm more so a morning person. So then in the afternoons, I can relax and take mm. a nap and mm. chill, mm. you know. And then everything's done. You know, you don't have that hanging over your head that, oh, tonight I got to do this. tonight. So what are you doing in the daytime? Why are you mm. waiting on these things? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm most productive in the morning. It's my dream to be a daytime person. But unfortunately, it's just not who I am right now. Another thing we can do is take a break. Schedule breaks into your wellness. Don't always be so focused on work, work, work. And don't schedule time for you, the time for you to break away, either emotionally or physically. Relaxing or doing something that ain't got nothing to do with your work. I don't know. Watching a TikTok, watching a Facebook Live video, playing a game if you're into that. But it's important to schedule breaks 
into your wellness, into your agenda. Yes, it gives your mind a break. Mm-hmm. It gives you a break emotionally. Mm-hmm. Please take a break from the computer screen. You right. know, rest your fingers. Um, just because you're always typing or you're always writing. Right. So rest your hands right. and stuff. Like, it's definitely important. Just to, if, if you just take a break and just breathe. Mm-hmm. It's very important. I think so. I'm going to take, take a break right after this, to be honest with you. <laughs> You have to find emotional balance, emotional balance. Even if you master every other aspect of health, we won't feel complete if you're suffering from inner turmoil. Today, July 13th, is the anniversary of my shooting where I was paralyzed and put into a coma for approximately six months and my brother's death. So this day has a big impact on me even decades after it occurred. So I don't have that emotional balance on days like this. So when it gets too hot, sometimes I remember the incident. If I hear a gunshot or I hear a pop of a muffler, sometimes I get upset about this. Fortunately, I deal with these things through therapy. Though sometimes therapy is not giving me enough. The good thing is we just go back to one of the earlier concepts. Choose your friends wisely. I think I have a great supportive network of friends and family who give me that extra support when I need it. And which they receive, vice versa. So finding emotional balance is key to overall wellness. That's deep. And you, you're you not ashamed to go to therapy. The therapist needs a therapist. <laughs> <She'll be right. laughs> so definitely therapy is very important in these situations when we need to create that emotional balance. Mm-hmm. And we are unable to do it for ourselves, but also, like you said, having a good support system. Like, that's that's ideal as well because they'll tell you, like you said, like you tell me, hey, you need therapy. You should go to therapy for that. <laughs> you know? It's no harm in going to no, therapy. None at all. None at all. But you got to find the right therapist, the right person that, you know, speaks to you, speaks to your soul. You know, just because you might be assigned a therapist doesn't mean you have to stay with that one. You have the option of the therapist that's for you. So remember that. You might have had a bad experience. That doesn't mean the next experience is going to be bad. You're in charge of your treatment. You're in charge of your life. Definitely. Additionally, you can include the arts in your life, such as music, theater, and visual arts. My first degree is actually in music production. Mm. So... A lot of things I go to, you know, as far as relaxation, as far as recalibrating, is related to music or related to music production, either songwriting or writing, poetry, producing music for myself and others, film scores for Geechee One Magazine, etc. You know what I'm saying? Do you find it relaxing? I do. I find it very, and a good release, you know, especially regarding the production or the words to the songs. Yeah. To me, it's its own form of therapy. Actually, it's funny. I was in um, Roses the other day. Is it Roses? Yeah, it was Roses. And um, a guy walked up to me. He said, oh, you're into mental health. Do you do any music therapy? And I was like, you know what? I don't. But I should. Yes. (laughs) Especially if that's what your degree in. Right. But definitely music is one of the most therapeutic things for people. It seems like everybody turns to music Mm -hmm. or drawing or coloring now. They have Mm. these adult coloring books now. So they're, you know... No, my goodness. So (laughs) a lot of adults are using them. So they're very beneficial in, you know, taking a break, allowing yourself to breathe. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, do it with your friends. Do it with your kids. You Mm -hmm. know, just... It's just relaxing for your mind. Indeed, indeed. You know, they have those um, sip and draw, sip and paint things or different variations of that, those are very relaxing. You know what I'm saying? I haven't been to one since the pandemic, but 
I used to always go to them. My whole house is littered with sit by paint art. Oh, nice. <laughs> and travel as much as you can. This is something I need to get back on, but it seems like you already added this to your, your um, agendas. Yes, I like to travel. If anyone wants to link up to travel, you know, just let me know. Um, yes, I'm going different places. Um, we went to Ocean City, Maryland. Um, I was able to parasail and jet ski for the first time. Um, I'm about to go to Philadelphia. Um, the goal is to go to California for my birthday. Just trying to get out there because... I'm always helping people, mm-hmm. but I want to help myself, yeah. and I want to experience things in life. I don't want to be in Durham, in an office, listening to people's problems. Mm-hmm. And what about myself? That's right. What about my self-care? There you know? My passport expires, so I definitely need to re-up on that. And, you know, we live, luckily, we live on the East Coast, so we're not too far from multiple vacation spots. That's one of the most beautiful things about being in this part of North Carolina. Yes. And that's it. That's the key things you need to do regarding being emotionally healthy. Think positively. Be satisfied and practice gratitude daily. Think small. Manage stress. Get outside. Choose your friends wisely. Be productive. Take a break. Find emotional balance. Include the arts in your life such as music, theater, and visual arts. And travel as much as you can. And don't forget, if you need help, don't be afraid to seek help. You can always dial 211 with any landline or cell phone regarding resources and help services that you may need. That's 211. That's a service of United Way. Be well, be great. And that is Morning Therapy.